0: the record button has been pressed so it is time for
1: going somewhere
0: joel's finding the flow like real philosophical sort of discussions you know when people get high (laughs) it's pure joel don't
1: count your fans before the
2: edge but we hit a flow in the conversation. i
1: think i'm Open
0: your mind with. I think I'm going to hit. Finding the Flow with Joel Franklin. Today's podcast is a surprise. I don't even know what's going to happen. So um, I guess we have uh, some Skype scheduled Google Hangouts going on today. Um, I have uh, a couple scheduled today, but I think I'll spread it out between two episodes. Two episodes. Um, but I'll probably. I don't. I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, so you'll find out because I'm finding out myself. I haven't done the. Uh, I haven't done this before, so there is conversations going on. Um, Todd just said at the VW show we have uh on um. Uh, Facebook Messenger. I find Facebook Messenger is nice. It's kind of an alternative to to chat. I I think Dan's been talking about that already. I, he he is one to exhaust an issue like that. Um, and more power to him because you know some people ha- like like it. It's one of those subjects that I just um I could get into, but uh, Dan definitely got into that sooner. He's into that stuff. So but I I agree this this um you know it's it's exciting to have a nice messenger app that uh everyone's on at the same time you know it's you it's it kind of that's really all it's about right you know it could be Twitter it could be uh I, the first one i remember is uh, AOL messenger or it could be um uh like i i remember i was using Trillion for a while cuz there was Yahoo messenger there's a whole bunch in it and try to consolidate them all and now i think facebook messenger is becoming the thing because the the app that came up for it uh with you know internet on your phone it works pretty pretty handily it's like it's just like another chat app and it connects all the usefulness of facebook and pictures and and things are easy to put on there and it has little cute little things where you can record little samples and Whatever. I mean, it's a nice little dynamic environment, and uh, it can spread real quickly because it also brings in other people. But I, I think the people that really don't keep up are the people that don't have the app. The app really makes a difference. Um, so, um, so potentially around one-ish, I'm going to hear from James. I got my uh, tablet hooked up to the um, – I got it hooked up to my system. So it is recording and uh, sending out um, what's going on through my mixer. So, you you know, I have a good mic going into here, but as it goes all the way around, it might, the quality might uh, degrade a little bit, but you're going to be able to hear, you know, the mix on the mixer here, at least. I, I think the thing that might be not as high quality is what they hear in the phone line or in, in the messenger app. I might sound a little bit not so great um also you know I have to think about that hopefully everything works out with uh, with the uh, reception I think I, I I put the table in a place that's closer to the Wi-Fi area so hopefully that won't be an issue but you never know um so now I'm trying to think while I'm distracted um I'm starting to use this uh, candle more I'm starting to try to use candlelight more often and there's this little I mean, you know, when uh, you think of a candlestick, like, holder thing, apparatus, you you would uh, put by your bed or something like that, your personal portable candlestick holder on a base or whatever, that's, Sarah's got one of those, and it's pretty cool. You just uh, put it anywhere, and boom, you got a little candlelight. And at the right times of day, it's really handy. Like, um, I'm finding it nice in the early morning. I'm getting up in the early morning before the day- daylight. And that's a nice light to wake up to. It's a nice nighttime light, too. Um, but uh, candlelight, I I think I think we should, I, I don't know. Candles are a little bit impractical. But for the most part, a pretty easy way to um, enhance the atmosphere that you're in. I I think if you haven't done candles really or um have been into them, you know, get back into them because candles are awesome. <laughs> um so uh I have a huge projector screen now. The the uh, fellowship has um gotten a new entertainment system with a huge screen, um beautiful screen that's like in the Goethe room, which is this this room that's kind of a carpeted uh, center for for um, what would you call it? It's it's a center for for events, I guess. And it's relatively small. You know, probably could seat if you if you seat the whole thing. I mean, it's good for um, they have services and they have a uh, little entertainment and music and stuff like that tends to happen there. And uh, it's, uh, you know, a nice space. Um, But uh, they they also had a pull-down screen and a projector, and they would show movies a couple nights a week there. It's pretty nice, you know, cute little event. Um, Usually it was just old ladies falling asleep. But, you know, I, I mean, for the most part, there was people that participated in it, and it's nice and um uh they they so they got this whole new projector and I asked to take the old one but there's been a little drama with the new d- d- projector but it's amazing i mean it's uh, they really went all out i mean they they got a uh a permanent projector and it's like a huge screen and uh but the thing is that they uh, some people in the audience are saying it was too big You know, I mean, I think if there's ever something to complain about, you know, just put a group of older people, and you'll find someone to complain. You know, I I don't know if it's a certain age you get, maybe that you just you, if you if you're a complainer and you've been holding it in, uh, you stop holding it in as easily, um, you know, you have less patience for that sort of thing. Um, some old people will will uh, just be genuinely nice all the time but um you know a fair amount if you have uh old people just don't have the patience to hold their opinion because it's you know it's like uh what do they got to lose they've been around a long time you know um and uh so they're not not intimidated to bring that up so so either way it's hard to know because uh one person can complain so much that it feels like everyone's complaining but, uh, you know, you, you have to deal with that stuff here. It's a it's a real, really can be a hassle. Because um, we all try to be real democratic and listen anywhere everyone's opinion. Um, but the old projector I took up to Willie, this place, Willie's Workport, where I've kind of been turning into a, like a hangout slash man cave. And I have gotten a Wii. And so now we got the projector screen. And so now... I don't know how big it is. It's like, uh, oh, probably 12, 13 feet high, and then like probably times and a half wide. Maybe thirteen feet high and like twenty feet wide. Um, and it's uh, it's really nice looking. And I'm I've been playing the Wii on it, and that's a, that's a real experience playing the uh, Mario Kart with the big screen like that. Um, and, uh, it, you know, it's just been a lot of fun and it's starting to, to, to catch on a little bit, but, uh, my, um, so, you know, there's these German exchange students. I, I talked to them a few weeks ago. I exchange students is an easy way to say it. It's more like, uh, educational post, um, high school graduation experience, you know, so like pre college post high school kind of situation and there's they want to spend a year in america and have the experience you usually that's kind of the motivation and so um they they tend to be more of a you know mainstream sort of group mainstream german you know which which means you know whatever it means and they're young and so so they they were all um they all played the Wii over there and over in Germany, and so the the Wii was a big big hit. You know, everyone everyone likes playing that together, um, and we're starting to play music together too. That I mean, it's a little more intimidating starting to play music together, you know, because not everyone's easy to show show that off. It's vulnerable, but you know, um, it seems like there's pretty good music education in Germany too, because um, it seems like most of them have pretty decent, you know, musical background. Uh. So, so there's a little shout out there. The Germans are starting to listen to this a little bit, um, probably because I'm, I'm getting their friends on. It's also a nice source of people to, to listen to, um, like, like the fellowship is full of people and it's kind of fun, you know, to listen to a little interview. So, um, so a little shout out to them, but, but so, so it's, it's kind of fun, you know, um, attracting the, the youth back because it, it used to be kind of a place where they went but they didn't go there now as nearly as much but now since we got the we are starting to like hang out more it seems to be more more happening um kind of like with face you know it's, it's all about with, with the messenger apps you know it's all about where everyone's at you know i mean it it's riding the wave of um Just fulfilling the the purpose for the masses at the same time. And sometimes there's a counterculture or or competing cultures, you know. The Mac and PC people, but also, you know, I'm sure there's different messengers. I'm sure there's Facebook and Google Plus people, though. Google Plus seems to be kind of like the foundation, but not a replacement yet for Facebook. Uh, I mean, yeah, the foundation for a replacement. I I think Google can play a long game, so they can just just shoot that out there, and you know, kind of. Who who knows? You know, copy copy that sort of format, and then eventually, you know, they just make it better and better. It's um. I I, you know, I'm I'm still I uh, I I think it's turned into. PC, Microsoft PC, Google, and it it feels like PC Google is where PC Microsoft used to be, and uh, and then Mac, and I think I'm in the PC Google camp. I feel like I'm meandering, which I think I am, but I think anyone can really follow me. <laughs> It's interesting. I haven't gone solo for quite a while. Well, I don't know. It's been a it's been like uh half a month or so. Um I am I'm am here in the kids' room so that I have a good Wi-Fi connection. Speaking of Wi-Fi connection, I'm going to see if anyone sent some messages since I've I turned the the tablet screen off cuz it's too distracting cuz I'm awfully distractible right now. But it does look like it's about time for James. Um so, uh, um, see, got I got distracted. I'm gonna leave that pause in there because I get distracted by the damn tablet. See, it's so easy to do that. Um, so James is probably gonna be hooking up pretty soon. Um, yeah, and so I I brought this into the kids' room so that we have a good internet connection here, hopefully, so that this um. Stream, what do you call it? Uh what do you call it when you when you you know, what whatever whatever you would kinda call it, the down downstreaming or whatever was uh is consistent. What do you call that? Is it streaming? I don't know. But I mean these these talking applications are pretty awesome. Um you know, it's it's amazing where we've gone since the beginning. Um, I think we're gonna try Google Hangouts, um, but I, I know Skype's another option. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pause and give myself a little time to think here. I'm all scatterbrained.
2: What's your
1: phone?
0: Hello. Hello. Hey.
1: I want to see how it works without video. If it comes through, all
0: right. It sounds pretty good to me.
1: Yeah. So were you on a, like a Computer Where were you on like
0: a laptop um, I'm on my mixer Oh I, I mean if it's possible I, I have this hooked up so that you can hear my mixer and, and I can you know Like you probably can hear this Going somewhere Joel's finding the flow Like real philosophical Like you could hear that right Yep People get high. It's yeah.
1: It's pure Joel.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, here, here. Let's let's listen to this. So yeah, I have the record button pressed. Just so you know.
1: Oh shit! <laughs> I
0: hate to say hi. What's that?
1: Aiden's
0: here. Aiden's here. Cool.
1: Say hi louder. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you hear that? Yep. Uh. 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 Oh yeah. Can you can you rap to that? Would you? If you're in in rhythm with that, I think that means this thing works perfect. Like, say something in a rap.
2: Uh, okay. hey, keep
1: it going. We gotta feel this. Hey, why it you act funny? Yeah, man. It makes you think of that song. Oh, I can't do it i can't
0: make it work okay so you're trying to make like a bass line or
2: something
0: Something like that. <laughs> Oh, superstition. It's C B one. Bam, bam, Oh, oh. Superstition. Uh, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Get into position Riding on wall. It's it's too fast. Get into position Um, how about you know, like try try to rap, James. I
1: don't do rapping.
0: Yo, yo, you're going to rap, you're going to make autunes and I'm not, I can't do that. I can't think fast enough. Uh You're looking skinny.
1: Oh, you can tell that just like this?
0: Just by looking at your face, dude. Man, you got to get the.
1: <laughs> it's
0: hard
1: to do a selfie camera. Yeah. No, I've lost a lot of weight.
0: Yeah, good. I've been doing pretty good. I don't think I've been losing weight, but I've been, like, not, not like, getting fat. Oh, I could do
1: camera like this. Oh, that's cool.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Well... Dude, yeah, 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 that's great. <laughs> I'm seeing Liana playing. Um, it's just kind of nice. I get to see. It's ca- like James's. Yeah, part- I'm going
1: hardcore. Debut. Like you. change whole new philosophies.
0: Yeah, man, I'm kind of doing that too. What what's what's been going on with you? Is that Peyton, Aiden, Aiden and Peyton? All right, we're representing today.
1: they brought his PlayStation
0: over. Nice. What are they playing? Minecraft? Oh, uh, uh, no. Don't. Uh, uh, no.
2: no. It's uh, called the Black
1: Ops 2 Zombies. <laughs> What's that noise?
0: Oh, They're nice. How old is Peyton? Like seven? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah well, we either waste our money or we'll build a...
0: What'd you say? How old is Peyton?
1: He's seven. He just turned seven.
0: Just turned seven.
1: Uh, <laughs> Like a couple
0: weeks ago. A good prime age for shooting zombies.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's been doing it since he was six.
0: <laughs> or
1: maybe
0: five. An early six. But,
1: yeah, he could probably really appreciate
0: it. Yeah, it's true.
1: Yeah, so this
0: looks me. Like... It's, it's a completely six different perspective. Yeah, man, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, so...
1: First of all, I, I realized... Uh, I decided exercise should be not about killing yourself every other day and then resting. It should be, uh, you should gradually work your way up to things. You can, uh, you can just handle every single day. Uh, doesn't mean you can't rest once in a while, but. So I started out just taking walks every morning. Um, but then, uh. So there's that mentality, but then there's, uh, and then there's just how do you eat? How do you eat right? Um, and you got to do both. Of, you got to do the physical part and the eating. Yeah, at the same time.
0: Sure. You mean like, uh, like not diet? And at
1: first, it was just a matter of just. Yeah, I had to. Uh, I had to uh, admit to myself even though you know i'm I'm not super overweight but I, I I've always just
0: been gluttonous, yeah just a glutton we we are, love the stuff man. we we both are because uh you know we we shared the same you know uh perspective about food not not always being there i mean it was there, but it wasn't always like the best and it was it was bland and it was like you know it was you know what I'm talking about we we went, we were hungry, er as kids, I think,
1: yeah, well, I'm just gonna turn the video off weird. yeah, but anyway, <laughs> um uh yeah, there's that part growing up, wanting to not starve being <laughs> bouncing around for whatever you can get, uh so you always want to eat when there's food, so you get that kind of uh attachment to food that way, yeah, and then. Uh, <sighs> And then we were being athletic. Okay. You could, uh, you could just eat so much, and and your body needs it, especially when you're growing. Yep. Being uh,
0: gluttonous. Yeah. I mean, I mean, how how often do you, do you, um, have diarrhea? I mean, did you have diarrhea when you were um uh, eating more? <laughs> Where does that come from? Well, the I'm amount tired. amount you eat is related to your digestion, and if you force it along, you, you end up not digesting as much, and so it's more liquidy. Uh,
1: uh, I uh, my, well, uh, I just uh, I know caffeine being on coffee in the morning just can really make everything run through you.
0: Yeah, and so if it runs through you too soon, then it ends up being liquidy, and so caffeine will do that. But also, I think overeating will do it too. Like Louis C.K. had some some joke that he's like, "I within a three plus three or minus three days, I've always am between diarrhea." Who
1: says that? Louis C.K. Oh, I don't
0: know who that is. He, he's he's uh well, you know, one of the better stand ups of the day.
1: Oh. The fat Louie or that Louis that that one who's real a black comedy guy?
0: Um the, the the not so fat Louie. The real fat is like Louis Anderson, right? Louis, not Louis Anderson? No, no, it's it's Louis C.K. He's like more like a philosophical T, uh, stand up. Oh, okay. Well, it doesn't matter. But yeah, it. yeah, it doesn't matter. But, but either, uh, either way, he, you know, he said that because you know his eating habits. He has he has a TV show on FX and it's it's pretty good. Well,
1: uh, yeah, well, but caffeine caffeine just makes it move along quicker. Like you, you probably have had diarrhea anyway. It just moves it along. Yeah, but uh, I guess I had that all this morning because I I picked out a pizza last night. Yep, maybe that's what
0: Or after after know. having a lot of beer or something. Um,
1: I had a regular poo. Well, man, maybe it's getting too personal.
0: Well, no, I so, had a regular
1: so, poo. Right in the morning, then uh, then I drank some more coffee, then I had
0: diarrhea. Lunch. Ah. <laughs> 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 yeah, you see that's probably the next stuff in line and it just it, see your your guts they like absorb the moisture out of it. Your um long intestine and uh and if if things are rushed out of there it doesn't have a chance to dry it up.
1: Yeah, your large intestine.
0: Yeah. I mean my kids so my kids, you know, they they yeah, it, be, right. it seems like they don't they don't eat as much but they sh- they make these huge turds, dry beautiful turds. Your kid? Yeah. I mean, sometimes uh, I'll leave it in the toilet, and I'm like looking at it. And I'm like, "How the hell? Like, I never have crap that big." Dave, Dave has the same experience. Oh, I thought you
1: had. I thought you experienced giant ones, but wow, theirs must be big
0: then. Well, yeah, mine, Mine's not. Mine, mine. Even stuff that like kind of almost hurts coming out, like like, is nothing compared to what they have.
1: Yeah, I've I've seen that with Peyton. He had the most mega poos I ever saw. Like I don't know how I, I don't know how I'd get one of those out. Yeah, but, I, mean, uh, I saw him crying. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I saw him on the toilet. He was pushing so hard. I thought his face was so red. I, he looked like he was going to throw up. Oh I thought man! He was going to
0: throw up. And then I, I, could see under his butt and his big turd on <laughs> Holy shit, man!
1: It and then, yeah, he had one that just, we kept trying to flush it down and it would not flush.
0: <laughs> and
1: then it was in there and all clogged. But, so we, we have to give him a. Well, he's been a little better because his pancakes I've been giving him have fiber in them, but, yeah, but it, a lot of times we gotta sneak, uh, what is it called
0: miralax into his uh, into his chocolate milk oh no, really? Miralax. is uh, you 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 make sure that he's regular
1: yeah i mean the, he was doing okay without the miralax for a while and i think it was cuz i mean he eats pancakes every morning so i got these pancakes that got like more fiber than any pancakes yeah cuz most pancake mixes like have nothing for fiber that's good and, and that's. What, I mean, he eats everything. He eats has no fiber. So yeah, I guess then your poo just stays there, not moving, and it just gets drier
0: and drier. Yeah, man. Um, I. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all all of them. I mean, they must be doing better. You know, I mean, no one no one eats like I do. You know, San
1: Francisco. Then we went uh, through the.
0: I just heard something. Did you hear that? Uh don't don't worry about that. That that was like from an old interview. Uh, so so anyways, uh what about Sean? Isn't Sean supposed to be in on this? And Dave and Yeah. Like I don't think uh
1: I don't think people are really serious about
0: this. I know. Except for us.
1: I I thought if anybody was, Sean was. He was going to do a barbecue. Yeah,
2: that's uh, right. A, a
1: uh, online whatever you call it. Some like we should all barbecue at the same time. <laughs> oh man! Nah. Mag- imagine really if know. if one
0: of us followed through on that. Yeah. What a bum! Yeah, I know.
1: It's like dinner time for
0: him you can tell that you know well it, it, it is kind of funny you know all of us franklin kids i think have a tendency towards getting overweight but um yet uh um i you know we 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 it's hit and miss you know like sometimes we just get ourselves inspired we're constantly fighting that you know we have a good fighting spirit you know we're not just going off the deep end we we have skinny Skinny and fat times. You know, I've seen you fat, James. <laughs> I've seen myself fat. Hey, speak pretty soft. All right, all right. Well,
1: I was, uh, I, I was pretty comfortable at 200 pounds for, for
0: a while. 200?
1: I, I, yeah, I, it I don't know. The way I carry it, and they, probably a lot of us carry it like that, you just carry the fat so it doesn't look that bad.
0: Yeah, what? like like I'm two. I've been two thirty for a long time. Damn, still am.
1: See, I much over two hundred. I just sort of so you, stopped. So it. what like, are you I like
0: could... one eighty or something?
1: No, right now I'm like one seventy five.
0: Shit, man, it's pretty good. I've been, I've been,
1: I've been hardcore right in
0: there, Ian. thanks. Yeah, that's great. You see, yeah, I mean, hardcore. I I don't look bad, not... but I I am carrying it pretty well. You know, I do have a good decent thing on me, but I, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm working pretty hard. I think it's, uh, it's interesting cause I can do things that most 230 pound people can't. So I don't know. It's probably going to catch up to me though, because, um, some point I'm going to get injured and then the fat will just turn to fat.
1: Well, well hold on. PJ. Whoa, whoa. Sorry. I, I got to, they distract me a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, I needed, like, sort of a catalyst, I think. And I mean, I was doing, I was already getting into, like, a regular walking kind of routine. But then I got sick, like, as sick as I've ever been. Uh, it, it was just like a cold. I don't know. It really, maybe because I was trying to work, it knocked me out pretty good. But anyway, once I, once the fever stopped for a whole week, like, every morning, I was nauseous. I had morning sickness, and I uh, couldn't eat, like, for the first half of the day. Weird. a whole week, I noticed, by the end of all that, I was, like, 10 pounds lighter than normal.
0: Shit, man, you, 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 you got a head start.
1: Yeah, do, just something like that happened, and it was like, wow, this is what happens when I don't eat as much for a week.
0: Yeah. But, and probably so obvious,
1: but it's, uh, it's he, funny. When you he get. got to go through a little, a little bit of a purge like that. He, he, I mean, it's dangerous. You don't want to do it too much. But, uh. Cleans oh, Yeah, out. so then I. Once yeah. I saw so, that yeah. happening, then I decided to do, like, another, you know, a few days in a row, just, like, low calorie days. Eat? Like, I tried just doing, like, smoothies and, and then eating, like, Making sure I'm getting protein, but keeping it under like a thousand calories, and you, you keep it up for a few days at a row, and then you get some weight loss. But then you, you got to realize when to like when to cap it off. Like and now, like at 175, I'm not doing too much like hardcore dieting. But I'm just eating. I'm still eating
0: consciously. Out here yeah, yeah, that's totally great. You know, I've kind of been through a similar thing right now. Um I I had you know you know but I had the vasectomy and everything. And that that's yeah. that's something I never really been through or I haven't been through in a long time. How's your uh, How's your ball was it the right one? Yeah, what? the the right one is um I mean the 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 doctor I he said that it would be back to normal like within a couple weeks from the last time he saw me. And it's it's ultimately like I'm livably I'm back to normal, but there's still little differences. You know, like my right ball is still a little bit bigger than the left. Uh, you already talking about
1: PJ. His right bigger. <laughs> it's still yes. a little bigger. Um, so I
0: can't
1: so, believe it. Ugh.
0: So uh, it's, but I think it's it's slowly healing. Um, little by little, the mobility is coming back, and and like it's like parts of it are, are coming back and uh so I think it's gonna come back to normal but who knows I mean I mean basically at the st- state that I'm at is good but every once in a while if if I'm standing in just the wrong way or whatever they're kind of sensitive you know and and they'll uh they'll either get like kind of sore just by hanging there or like or like someone might bump it just a little and they're just like oh man some like a hint of something much worse
1: you hear that PJ hmm um. Yeah. So having it grow that big, would it hurt as like much as you would think it would
0: hurt? No, no, it it, it didn't hurt that bad. But it there was a point. <laughs> it was funny. It hurt so bad. When when it first <laughs> happened, like it was it was probably you know a feeling of blood loss. But you know it's the same thing. Like you know about when when uh, you get through a surgery or like a pregnant woman just had the baby, right? They shouldn't get up real quickly. Cause like they have internal Uh-oh. healing going on. Can't hear you. But they have internal healing going on, and it's still bleeding and stuff like that. Hello, hello. You hear me now? You hear me? You hear me? You yeah, I hear mean, me. Yeah, All yeah right. hearing you now. Hearing All right. you now. Um, inter- internal bleeding, like after the the uh, pregnancy, you know, and and it's it's. Uh, it's slowing down, but you shouldn't walk because it it help it it makes it not heal, as fast.
1: Because like extra blood flow, or something.
0: well, I mean, just there's open wounds, internal open wounds, right? Or or just not not yep. completely sealed wounds, right? Yeah. And, and so and so, like when you stand up post-pregnancy you know you, you shouldn't because it, it, it makes him agitates it and makes it harder for it to heal and so uh the same same thing applies yeah, the same <laughs> thing applies to this and uh yeah. except that you know for a woman it escapes the vagina right um <laughs> it escapes the vagina but for the man it or for me in my situation, it just collected into the the test the you know the ball sack. Uh,
1: so was it the actual ball getting bigger or the sack?
0: I think it was the sack and the ball. I don't really know because <laughs> it it seemed I think the ball I don't really know. It was just a big AJ it was just a big balloon. <laughs> now
1: he laughed, I got it. Oh my god. There's a big balloon, PJ.
0: That was like red and purple. Aww. Uh, he
1: doesn't. I'm ready while I
2: have a juice box. What? Oh, oh my god. I'm ready! Play... Hey, if somebody goes small, if they go in a juice box and somebody drinks it, then they're drink... gonna. Then somebody's gonna get inside
1: them. Oh my god.
2: That's <laughs> gonna be so gross. If somebody says, yo, uh.
0: Oh, uh, okay
1: <laughs>
0: I, I, I was catching some of that That was funny Yeah, it,
1: was, it didn't make of sense is, but... is
0: Liana going meow meow? Oh yeah, she
1: sees the cat Whenever she sees
0: it <laughs> It's funny, all of us have such a chaotic home atmosphere You know, like uh, Just sounds going on But like, like, I don't know We seem to have a pretty good tolerance for it But my wife's not very, well I don't know. I guess during the daytime, kids always make that sort of noise. But it seems to bother some people more than others.
1: Oh, yeah. my Yeah, my, my wife doesn't like it at all. <laughs> I mean, she grew up in a really controlled, orderly house. Yeah. It was just her and her sister. I mean, it was easy.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so that's how she likes it to be. But Yeah, so... It's just not like that. They're both, both of them like to run around and...
2: Oh, me. So funny.
0: Well, James, um, it's, it's yeah, nice we're... that we're having this one-on-one interview, um, so maybe I should start thinking about what I should ask. You know, um, you are, um, you are teaching still, right? Uh, what's your current position?
1: Yeah, I, I can tell you all about that. So it's a private Catholic school, and I, I'm the science department. Because it's so small, and uh, this year they they went with this year without an English teacher, and then they cut off the sixth graders from us, so they had me teach high school English along with the sciences, and uh, the history teacher taught the, the seventh and eighth grade English. Uh-huh. But anyway, so I got to do uh, so this year I did. I had a few students for physics.
0: That's probably pretty exciting, uh, isn't it? I mean, are you? Isn't that exciting?
1: Yeah, it's very overwhelming, but you do get. It is pretty cool. I mean, but uh, uh, Earth science, uh, Earth science turned out to be pretty fun. Um, And and with seventh and eighth graders, I taught uh, life science. We're just wrapping it up. We got one more class Monday and and, uh, doing final exams.
0: Uh, You must be excited. uh, yeah, so for English,
2: English I just had a,
0: it was basically two courses,
1: uh, but the ninth and 10th graders, to, and then the 12th uh, graders, and I had a lot of fun with that, I just did it, like they had a list of books to read, and I just went through books that I thought were, were fun from that list, like we did uh, Tale of Two Cities from Charles Dickens, I mean, I had fun reading
0: that. So, sure,
2: whatever
1: they got out of it is great. But
0: do you remember? Yeah, remember. Do you remember the history of the world? Mel Brooks movie. Yeah. Did you? Did Mel you Brooks. know that? And, I mean, I didn't know then that he was doing like a complete spoof on the Tale of Two Cities.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a lot of it is. uh <laughs>
0: Like um, historical yeah. literature-based,
1: like just the fact that him and the king look the same. Yeah, is it's not exactly identical Two Cities, but they do have two characters. One, one is a like a a, a minor, Wait, what do they call him? Uh, one of the witch people from uh, France, uh, and then the other guy's uh, some British guy, and, but they look like just
0: the same. Yeah, yeah, the bourgeois, uh, whatever. Yeah, the bourgeois. No, they didn't
1: call them the bourgeois
0: either. I don't what know is what is the name But, you know, the, uh, I mean, remember he was uh, having, like, uh, peasants be shot out of a cannon and he would shoot them with skeet shot? You know, these are my people. Why don't they love me? You know, and it was just...
2: Like,
0: yeah. no. obviously the French Revolution... But I think I think there was even other relations like like Count de Monet. I think it was like a play off of some character and and Count the money, Count the money, yeah. de Monet, de Monet.
1: Yeah, but that's right. I think I just have to watch it again. I uh, I can see some things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Like, just go back to it because, like, it's funny those old films. Like, um, Mel Brooks was so consistently good, and he. Um, uh, it's fun to go back to them because you ha- you get it a whole another layer of stuff because you, you didn't get it when you were younger. You oh,
1: no pee-pee. you got to sit back on. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I well, uh- uh, but, I, but that was a great book. That's like uh I recommend that to anybody. It's like a staple thing to read. Definitely. Uh
0: Charles Dickens, man. <laughs>
1: and I yeah, I feel like I, I wanna I wanna like read more great literature. Just I I uh,
0: I just saw a reference to uh Walden by uh what's his name? Henry David Thoreau. Henry well, David Thoreau. Yeah, like that. That uh, was written, I guess, when he was um, isolated in a cabin for two years.
1: Yeah, that's what it's about. He he wrote essays about what he learned from that experience, and it was on. It was actually on uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson's property. Okay. Was, uh, Emerson's basically the the lead? He was like the lead writer of that whole. Uh, they call it the Transcendentalist movement. They're like the, the American version of the Romantics. Okay. So the, you know that's in the mid 1800s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, in my in my college course, I had to. Well, you're Sarah. probably had to take them the humanities courses. We had to read. Uh, we had to read that book, Henry David Thoreau, the, the Walden, or yeah, or Life in the Woods. You could call it. But um, that that was great. Yeah, I loved that. That was just like. Uh, I don't even think I read every, uh, like towards the end every oh every bit of it word for word, but oh just going through it and discussing it, it, it was cool.
0: Yeah, I, I I have yet to to read it. I just um I keep getting arrows pointing me to read it.
1: Yeah, I definitely do. Yeah, maybe that's where she wrote
0: it. I she went that's to John Seal, so, yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She went to seal and they all had to take. Everybody had to take humanities one and humanities two. Yeah, and I think there were four. I think there were four credit courses, so
0: yeah. they're pretty intense. Wow. Yeah, so so yeah, I'm sure you went through the same thing.
1: Yeah, I mean they. I mean they had. uh These teachers would have like lists of literature they could pull from, so. There's no guarantee we did the exact same things,
0: but yeah, she's a little bit older than you. So, but she, um, I think she she went right away, so she must have been there earlier than you would. Yeah,
1: sure. yeah probably several years before me.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so so you're finishing up. Uh, you teach science and and now history or uh, English, um, and uh, uh, you got good relationship. You probably see the same students all the time.
1: Yeah, and I realize that there comes a point where you you just get to you get to know you know these kids too well, and I almost start you you, you can build up like grudges. With yeah, kids yeah, yeah, cool, huh?
0: yeah. Like you, yeah. even though they, they might be pretty good in English, they were such a terrible student in science. Yeah, I was just
1: the you got students with these attitudes that you can tolerate for so long. And then it starts getting to a point where if you're going to keep working with them, you're going to have to, you, you got to change. T- they they got to change or you got to, you know, something like that. It just gets to the untolerable point. But, uh, and the classes are just so small. Yeah. So because I've always felt like small classes are are great. You get to then the, you can never know your students enough. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Sarah probably being with students, the same students for eight years is a whole another story.
0: But... yeah, um, you know, I've been I've been thinking a lot about education, and um, I I think you know we we well, um, you know if 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 I had my way and had the ability to um do whatever i want i would like to start a business an education business so um basically a, a pr- apprenticeship slash um chain you know climb up the ch- the ladder educational based uh job i i would guess like i would probably run a farm that way but some farm that, that had, like, uh, an ability to be multiple business businesses. So, so oh, yeah. like, a, a di- lots of diversity or whatever. And so the idea is that, like, um, you know how everyone wants to be everything, but they can't, they can only choose one job for themselves? Yeah. So imagine that you have the option to um, get a job that you do have to do everything, but you don't necessarily have to do everything forever. And so, like, you would do certain easy entry jobs. And if you got good at that, then you would become a teacher of those jobs. And then when you got good at that, then you get to leave those jobs and, and and do that process in something else. Um, or do mul- multiple things at the same time. and And the more skills that you acquire or come in with will base upon what you get paid and, and it will be a very kind of like, this is, if you do this, then you get this like um, almost like a video game, you know, um, with also rules that, that, you know, will, will, I, like I'm thinking now like I, one rule I should have is how to um, how to f- fire someone if that comes across because this sort of system can turn into like, People say, "Well, I followed all the rules. You can't fire me." But I mean, like, there's, there, you got to have the ability to fire someone because sometimes there's just things that happen, or, or, or just people that um, have a certain thing that's not you can't predict, and they're doing something that you wouldn't predict, and you just have to have the ability to to knock someone out.
1: Um. So you just have kids come there and do different jobs
0: um yeah so imagine this you uh you have uh an environment where like for instance you know I start a business that's let's say a dairy farm that a cheese cheese business right so so i uh have like four cows and i make like you know um like i make a hundred pounds of cheese a week or something like that and so um Um, There could be milking jobs, there's, uh, you know, cleaning jobs, there's jobs. But, I mean, there's jobs you can kind of create through this. Um, There could be uh, marketing jobs, there could be whatever. And so there's some things on a level that, like, you get paid for to do the education. So, like, for instance, something that is, like, really a job, but you're getting educated in the process, and if you if you do it well enough you'll you can you can climb up but then there'll be things that you do that will be less like a job and more just experimental education and maybe I'll fund it but but you have to do it on your own time and then there'll be things that people come in and pay to be educated in like something that's seasonal or something that's you know needs more workers, and some peop pe- you want to get a big group of people that just want a farm experience, then they'll pay to come and have that farm experience you know uh, and and so um so it it's basically trying to make an environment where and anyone can oh and then then imagine so there's an element of of expanding the business like you could uh. Take take it and like, like you could have a, a a a wing of like tossing out new ideas to of 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 new projects. You know, new new things to try. Like 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 starting a a department of of new businesses. You know, of like okay, we got the cheese. Now someone wants to get into a restaurant around, or someone wants to to you know make um, like a small cooperative um you know uh food, food food thing that could be right in the front of the the farmhouse you know and that could be like an open you know an open thing that that you know it'll attract people to fill in the spots of investment and maybe some of the investments can be mutual investments to make invent into new ventures i don't know it's it's a whole lot of ideas like that of trying to make a completely co-op like uh what do you call it kind of um uh organic uh, work environment experience That's educational and, and tries to be inviting To to any level of worker I don't know Yeah, yeah.
1: That's a pretty good idea You just have to get it organized To yeah. exactly what They want to
0: do Yeah and so basically that's the thing You know if I oh, Whatever that's, that's what I got uh, to do the work at, but, but I mean. Yeah. All right, go All
1: right. ahead. The nice the schools could offer more things, more practical skills that you can really use. More. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, the purely academics not a bad thing, but you do need. I think it's maybe overdone.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or at least it's too, it's overdone at a certain time and then almost the, you know, it depends on where you go, but it's almost the opposite once you leave that environment.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just uh, buying a house, like, what kinds of things you got to be able to do in a house? And And uh, sure. just little things, you know. I mean, you could just take a...
0: Landscaping course
1: yeah just just a quick little basics
0: oh, yep so to- have... totally and th- those would be the kind of ones where you pay for it yeah you you would have to pay and you come over and it would be a fun like group event, and we'd do it anyways, but if there's a whole bunch of people coming in to get the education, you know give them an education, even have them do it for you, and they're gonna pay for it because they want the the experience what? yeah. Could, uh,
2: could...
1: Yeah, kind of, yeah now at the uh um, museum I've, I've of course done the brewery so this year they're having me every other Sunday going to the schoolhouse
2: uh-huh,
1: and so I'm learning a little bit about that the uh, history of american education
0: oh that's cool all right and give me give me a now. give me something give me something
1: so you know, back in the early 1800s, people would send their kids to school because they just wanted to just, well, for one thing, read and write, and to be able to do enough math so that they can uh, they can go to the store, and know how to use money, and uh, and be able to run a farm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, know how to know how to get profit and you know, everything you need to know about numbers.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was more of a limited, like, like options of employment, but, like, a really appreciated, like, um, you know, basic education that's totally, like, what can I use this practically for what I'm going to do in my adult life?
1: Yeah, this is an agrarian society when they're starting out. Yeah. So that's all people are really going to do. And, and it's, of course, it, well, there was no kindergarten, you know, until later. And so you're basically going first up to eighth grade. And, and uh, not everybody's even going to go up to eighth grade, but that's all they need. Yeah. And, uh, and so things like, so, you know, everybody hears about the reading, writing, arithmetic. But they were more, it was like something like penmanship, like which we don't do much with now. Uh, that was important thing. That was an important skill. How 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 good your penmanship was. Uh, they'd be working on that.
0: Yeah, that's more, interesting.
1: Uh, and and how you how you talk. Yeah. Like I I don't know. I guess we have speech for kids who need it, but you know they they'd work that into their their readers or whatever in their books, like articulation and how yeah. you should speak.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. It's it's kind of like see that's the thing. What education is? It's 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 interesting because it's kind of um, indoctrination as well as you know basic skills. But I mean, it's kind of like an education of you being an, an American citizen.
1: Yeah. I mean that component would come in at some point, but you know it's interesting. You go back to, now I I can't say too much about the origin European, but but like um, some of the first Americans were the Puritans, Uh, so, so you know you got New England and their idea about children is that they're born little devils. When they're born, they're like little sinners, and um. We got to train that out of
0: them. We got to teach. We got to. Uh, you got to uh, beat the I devil out of these children.
1: Yeah, these are little devils, and they need to learn to be good. So, uh, that, and that's what people would think. And so. Well, I, mean, I mean, you're, the, you
0: and I are in the middle of it. I mean, there, there's a little bit of truth to that.
1: Well, they, I mean, they got to. Kids, kids don't yeah, need gotta, to be <laughs>
0: taught how to, like, push your buttons.
1: But um, but it's just that's part. So they they would have these schoolhouses. They would have a, a school system um, where part of it was you know, they got to be reading the Bible. They got to learn their morals, and yeah. they, we got to teach them to be good. Um, so that was part of it. And of course, they would work into it the reading and writing, and and eventually, you know, you'd you'd want to learn skills as well. So these New England people, some of them were migrating in the early eighteen hundreds over to. Like Western New York, and you know these these areas, and they brought with them that standardized education.
0: Ah, I see. So, so the Puritans started the education. Well, they—I mean, everyone probably had their own form of education, I guess. But the, would the Puritans have organized education?
1: You're talking about the earliest forms of organized education in America. You're going to talk about what the Puritans
0: did. Uh-huh. is it like Quakers?
1: they were very well organized communities and
2: uh
1: that, that so that's what they did they they standardized education so by the 1800s i mean the the, the u.s government is, uh, is making is, is putting an effort to just develop a standardized type of education and uh and and that combined with these puritan descended people uh brings you into that one room schoolhouse type 1800s uh education but then uh, oh so but along with that you know you got this mentality that children are, are come out of the womb ready to be evil they just want to do evil things well that's why it was significant when uh so th- this mentality probably existed in europe and i'm sure but um that that's what makes it even more so significant when John Locke came up with his
0: blank
1: slate idea. Tabla you know?
0: Blanc or Tabula uh, Rosa? Or tableau Russo. Wait, tableau Noir? Wait, what do you
1: call
0: it? A tableau Russo, yeah. a Rosa. Tabla Rasa? I don't know. Or it Rasa? I, I
1: don't know. But There's I, something R. Well, yeah, why is there a French origin of it anyway? John Locke was English. <laughs> but uh, But, you know, he does the blank slate idea. And that's kind of saying like these kids aren't born evil; they're just coming in neutral.
0: Uh,
1: Uh, So yeah, teach them
0: what. Yeah, that is is nice. uh, That's a nicer way to to attitude, I'm sure.
1: So, I mean, that's part of where he was coming from, I think, when he said that. I mean, now I certainly wouldn't. I certainly don't believe in in a pure blank slate idea, but it's. uh, there's definitely something to that. I mean,
0: yeah, you're going to get
1: more.
0: Your your kids uh, are a reflection of your deeds, right. you know.
1: Right, but what what it is is it, they have they're born with certain gene. So what what there is is there's a potential for them to be certain ways. Um, but the the environment they're in is going to totally determine yeah what what things come out and what.
0: It, it's it's so weird how that all works. Like uh, that, you know. There's evolution, but you know. There's also this this just short term. Yeah, like... It's more
1: complicated than we can. It's hard to.
0: Coming in, I don't hear you, man. You coming, man. Got done in, man. You coming, man? Oh no, call Andy. Oh, she hit me. What's going on, near me? Whoop! Okay. All, right. All right, James.
2: Okay, I'm here.
0: Okay. Uh yeah 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 I I don't know what, whatever you know I've been watching a, a TV show called the, how the states got their shape and that's kind of been inspiring my education of American history Nice and they had they had puritans were a big part of the history and I can't remember exactly how, but they they helped draw a lot of the the borders of some of the early uh, states. And I can't remember how though, but there was one guy in Pennsylvania that was like a Quaker, and he was like the leader. Or, or, or Pennsylvania uh, did you say? Yeah, in Pennsylvania. Uh, Pennsylvania was full of Quakers, and they yep. they, they were all over or yeah Philadelphia, and uh, I. All, all I remember right now was that there was, um, some, you know, they, they were involved in institutions and there was like one institution that was like a correctional facility. And, oh, and, uh, it was like, it was set up basically like a whole bunch of isolation chambers, but you know, in, in totally a in a godlike way, but it was basically this, this complete experiment that was like a, a a testing basically a, a, an environment that drives people insane it, it was yeah. it was like putting well. putting people into isolation chambers that with the only um view outside was like looking up so you couldn't see like anything but sky like you yeah. and and like uh you so you would be you know all these symbol all the symbolism to like getting closer to God and clearing yourself and becoming a better person and uh and really, it just was just like you know it was like crazy it was like cement everywhere in every direction like really uh small so, yeah. and and the it was,
1: Quakers uh, you're saying the Quakers would start these compounds like right, to 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 help people who were.
0: Prisoners. Like bad people, yeah, prisoners and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it
1: was like the prison system, kind
0: of. Yeah, Is that what you're saying, and it was, and it's, you know, the remnants of it are still around today. It was like a massive system, but it was, uh, you know, it ended up being a failure because it w- didn't work. But uh, it was just an inch, you know, interesting part of it all. Like I guess you know, the the Quakers had a lot to do with how Pennsylvania became Pennsylvania.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh the i I've seen uh, documentaries about what happens to people in solitary confinement.
2: Yeah. It's
1: basically what it comes down to is when you any sense any part of your brain you stop using the the less you use it, the more it goes away like uh you can't uh well like just being social with other people and talking to other people if you yeah. don't talk to people for a while uh, you know if it's if it's something for years, you come out you don't know how to be around people. Uh-huh. Uh, and you might not want to be around people. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah well, Tony, totally, Tony, totally it's like it's like if, uh, use it or lose it.
1: Right, and, and they've and they definitely seen that happen with like vision. It's just something as simple as vision. So you kept in a, in the dark so long, your eyes won't work. If, I, I don't know how long it takes.
0: I'm I, I'm sure I would start talking to myself very quickly. I.
1: No, that's why you see a lot of stories where people are alone and, and they end up having to talk to somebody, you know, like Tom Hanks and Wilson.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And that's like what people people would do that.
0: Yeah, oh sure. I mean, I would do I almost do that when I'm alone for a day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you you need like social interaction, I guess.
0: Yeah, man. Um uh, I'm actually going to be right, getting no Yeah, go ahead. I, I just got
1: or what were you gonna say? I'm, oh, saying, I'm, I'm yeah, coming. I'm coming
0: just, close to the end. So make like a final point.
1: Oh shoot! I was just gonna say something about Charles Dickens. How I was impressed how how aware he was of that of that in human nature. So what what confinement yeah, does to people? So,
0: yeah, which uh, I mean, which book had that? Gosh, the, gosh. Was it the Tale of Two Cities or what?
1: All I know now. Tale two cities, and i also we did great expectations, uh-huh. um, which I saw a uh, little hint of that there too. But uh, he's got one character who's in solitary confinement for eighteen years, and uh, also guy does as he wants to. This is Tale two cities, and the guy just works on shoes. He just he, he convinced the prisoners to or the guards to let him at, at some point to let him just make shoes all the time when he's in there because it was one that kept him sane. Yeah. And so uh, so they, he finally gets out of prison. And so he's just like, he just doesn't know how to be around people. And so he would just want to just sit all day and work on shoes. He just wants to keep doing it.
0: Yeah, wasn't there in, in the Mel Brooks film, there was the old dirty guy that had the dead birds. And he's like, flee, flee. Remember? Well,
1: that's who he, he is. Yeah, that's who. They're definitely supposed to be that guy. His name is Dr. Manette, and he's got a daughter. Yeah, he has the- a
0: pretty daughter. Yeah.
1: And she wants to, she's got to get him out of jail. Now, she doesn't have to do, anything. she doesn't have to, like, sleep with the king or nothing like that. that, that he just added that in. But uh, she's able, she's like his daughter that he had to leave behind, and then she gets some. she comes and sees him and gets him out. And, uh,. And anyway but you see him progressing over the years he's getting more readjusted to society and, and uh, but whenever he goes through something traumatic whenever something bothers him he goes into this mode where all he does is sits down and wants to just work on shoes and nobody he won't talk to
0: yeah, yeah he's become this introvert he he's found his uh his you know, he's become an introvert at least through through that system, and so he needs that to 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 get better. Like like they say, the difference between yeah, in, introvert, the yeah, like a difference oh, between an introvert oh. and an extrovert is that when that an introvert escapes in a in an isolated way, and uh, extrovert escapes in a social way.
1: Yeah, so I mean, whether he was an extrovert or an introvert, he became an introvert. Yeah, for sure <laughs> because. But, but I, it's just impressive, like Dickens. I mean, uh, he must have seen people like that. I mean, that's all. I, I know he worked for like in the legal system as a clerk or something. But uh, but then you go into the Great Expectations book, and he's got like I, I don't know. Do you remember any of that? Like, there's Miss Havisham, no. and
0: she's
1: like this.
0: I didn't. Crazy I didn't old, read that one.
1: Well, she she's this crazy old lady who um she has the main character come and play with her daughter but what happened to her she went nuts because she uh was in love with this man and uh they were going to get married and then he stood her up right on the wedding day and ever since that day she stopped all the clocks at that time
0: (laughs) she's in denial uh,
1: she's kept all the she never took down the reception she never took the wedding cake down she kept it all up so by the time you see her it's like years have gone by, and everything's decaying, and, and she still wears the dress, and uh, so, but it reminded me of the Dr. Manette guy, because every time she got, when when something was stressing her out, she goes into her banquet room, and she'll walk around the room over and over again, she just walks around, walks around, uh, it. it's like yeah. her...
0: I mean, I'm you know, it's it's uh it's funny thinking about human experience. I mean, I I don't know. I think it's probably something about good writers that you know they're able to to. I mean, they they have to be intelligent to be able to make a real character, you know, like a person that you can believe. And and I'm sure you know he was he's seen it. I mean, he's seen that real really happen. I, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, yeah. and
1: then he gets as deep into their minds as he possibly can. Yeah, uh, and that's yeah, that's something. I, I mean, there's, that's It's one thing to be an actor. There's, actors get into the mind of one person, and 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 then you pretty much you, you're just yourself on the stage. But as as much as you, you're yourself, but with the same motivations of that person you're trying to be. and uh, I mean, I've learned a lot of it is don't try to be someone you're not. You just be yourself. So when you're a writer writing all these different people, like, is, is that each? Uh, are they each only like bits of yourself?
0: Is, bits of yourself. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, sometimes characters are like are like uh, you know um, archetypes and like like you know what whatever you want to call there. You know, um, which can all kind of come within us in some ways. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a good writer really has to be able to be um, empathic and understand, like, almost like the human condition and how to take characters, unique characters, and, and interact them between each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. And then what do they do between each other? Mm-hmm. So you really got to get in the heads of a lot of people. And, and of course, uh, uh, you know, another one, of course, is Shakespeare at getting into the heads of people. I mean, before him, I don't think a lot of people even did it. Just, uh, like, there's no, these are these are three-dimensional characters.
0: Yeah, totally, and, and a lot of them, and usually a complex, you know, uh, spice of characters.
1: Yeah, these were, like, the closest. People like Shakespeare and Dickens were, like, the, the psychologists of it. The, they would have been good psychologists.
0: Yeah. But you know, it just wasn't a a thing there. Yeah, the the best but. best probably of any any field, you know, like that end up being in a way philosophers of their time. Yo, man, I I, I do have to go pretty soon. Do you hear the music? Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna go too. I, I got to get back to work. All right, man. Um, well, it was great to talk to you and uh, get a little update. You know, and and hopefully entertain some people. Have Have you been listening to any of the newest podcasts?
1: I was I listened to a couple and I I heard your whole testicle story and stuff like that and um, let me just say uh, definitely read Walden and let me know what you think.
0: Sure, man. All right, love you, man.